O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of his kingdom for ever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpachah. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. In Revelation 1.8, Yeshua says of himself, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending, says the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come the Almighty. Alpha and Omega in Greek is Aleph and Tav in Hebrew. Did you know that if you read Genesis 1-1 in Hebrew, there is an Aleph Tav right smack dab in the middle of that verse? Truly, Yeshua, the Aleph Tav, is there in the beginning and the end. So if you are reading your Bible in Hebrew, whenever you come across Aleph Tav, this is a direct reference to Yeshua. The acronym for Daily Audio Torah is D-A-T. In Hebrew, that is Dalit Aleph Tav. When you unpack that in the ancient Hebrew picture language, what it means is this, doorway to the Aleph Tav. The Daily Audio Torah is your doorway to the Aleph Tav, your doorway to Yeshua. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Vayakel, and it means, And He Assembled. Exodus 38, 20-31 These are the records of the Mishkan, the Mishkan of the Covenant, which were drawn up at Moses' bidding. The work of the Leviim under the direction of Itamar, son of Aaron the Kohen. Now Betzalel, son of Uri, son of Hur, of the tribe of Yehuda, had made all that Hashem had commanded Moses. At his side was Oholiav, son of Ahimasak, of the tribe of Dan, carver and designer, and embroiderer in blue, purple, and crimson yarns, and in fine linen. All the gold that was used for the work, in all the work of the sanctuary, the elevation offering of gold came to 29 kikarot and 730 shekelim by the sanctuary weight. The silver of those of the community who were recorded came to 100 kikarot and 1,775 shekelim by the sanctuary weight. A becca ahead, half a shekel by the sanctuary weight. For each one who was entered in the records from the age of twenty years up, 603,550 men. The 100 kikarut of silver were for casting the sockets of the sanctuary, and the sockets for the curtain, 100 sockets to the 100 kikarot, a kikar, a socket. And of the 1,775 shekelim, he made hooks for the posts, 
overlay for their tops and bands around them. The copper from the elevation offering came to 70 kikarot and 2,400 shekelim. Of it he made the sockets for the entrance of the tent of meeting, the copper altar and its copper grating, and all the utensils of the mitzbayah, the sockets of the enclosure round about, and the sockets of the gate of the enclosure, and all the pegs of the mishkan, the tabernacle, and all the pegs of the enclosure round about. Mark 15, 1-47 And straightway in the morning the chief priests held a consultation with the elders and scribes in the whole council, and bound Yeshua, and carried him away, and delivered him to Pilate. And Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? And he answering said to him, You say it. And the chief priests accused him of many things, but he answered nothing. And Pilate asked him again, saying, Do you answer nothing? Behold, how many things they witness against you. But Yeshua yet answered nothing. So Pilate marveled. Now at the last, at that feast he released unto them one prisoner, whomsoever they desired. And there was one named Barabbas, which lay bound with them, that had made insurrection with him, who had committed murder in the insurrection. And the multitude, crying aloud, began to desire him to do as he had ever done unto them. But Pilate answered them, saying, Will you that I release unto you the king of the Jews? For he knew that the chief priests had delivered him for envy. But the chief priests moved the people, that he should rather release Barabbas unto them. And Pilate answered and said again to them, What will you then that I shall do to him whom you call the king of the Jews? And they cried out again, Crucify him. Then Pilate said to them, Why, what evil has he done? And they cried out the more exceedingly, Crucify him. And so Pilate, willing to content the people, released Barabbas to them, and delivered Yeshua when he had scourged him to be crucified. And the soldiers led him away into the hall called Praetorium, and they called together the whole band. They clothed him with purple, and plaited a crown of thorns, and put it about his head, and began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews! And they smote him on the head with a reed, and did spit upon him, and bowing their knees, worshipped him. And when they had mocked him, they took off the purple from him, and put his own clothes on him, and led him out to crucify him. And they compelled one Simon of Cyrenian, who passed by, coming out of the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to bear his cross. And they brought him to the place, Golgotha, which is, being interpreted, the place of a skull. And they gave him to drink wine mingled with myrrh, but he received it not. And when they had crucified him, they parted his garments, casting lots upon them, what every man should take. And it was the third hour, and they crucified him.
The superscription of his accusation was written over, the king of the Jews. And with him they crucified two thieves, the one on his right hand and the other on his left. And the scripture was fulfilled which says, and he was numbered with the transgressors. And they that passed by railed on him, wagging their heads, and saying, Ah, you that destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. Likewise also the chief priests, mocking, said among themselves with the scribes, He saved others, himself he cannot save. Let Christ, the King of Israel, descend now from the cross, that we may see and believe. And they that were crucified with him reviled him. And when the sixth hour was come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Yeshua cried with a loud voice, saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which is being interpreted, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of them that stood by, when they heard it, said, Behold, he calls Elijah. And one ran and filled a sponge full of vinegar and put it on a reed and gave him to drink, saying, Let alone, let us see whether Elijah will come to take him down. And Yeshua cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. And the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom. And when the centurion, which stood over against him, saw that he so cried out, and gave up the ghost, he said, Truly this man was the Son of God. There were also women looking on afar off, among whom was Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James, Aless and of Joseph and Salome, who also, when he was in Galilee, followed him and ministered to him and many other women which came up with him to Jerusalem. And now, when the evening was come, because it was the preparation, that is, the day before the Sabbath, Joseph of Arimathea, an honorable counselor, which also waited for the kingdom of God, came and went in boldly to Pilate, and craved the body of Yeshua. And Pilate marveled if he were already dead, And calling to him the centurion, he asked him whether he had been any while dead. And when he knew it of the centurion, he gave the body to Joseph. And he bought fine linen and took him down and wrapped him in the linen and laid him in a sepulcher, which was hewn out of a rock, and rolled a stone to the door of the sepulcher. And Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of Joseph beheld where he was laid. Psalm 54, 1-7 Save me, O God, by your name, and judge me by your strength. Hear my prayer, O God, give ear to the words of my mouth. For strangers are risen up against me, and oppressors seek after my soul. They have not set God before them. Selah. Behold, God is my helper. The Lord is with them that uphold my soul. He shall reward evil to my enemies. 
cut them off in your truth. I will freely sacrifice to you. I will praise your name, O Lord, for it is good. For he has delivered me out of all trouble, and my eye has seen his desire upon my enemies. Proverbs 11, 5 and 6 The righteousness of the perfect shall direct his way, but the wicked shall fall by his own wickedness. The righteousness of the upright shall deliver them, but transgressors shall be taken in their own naughtiness. I'd like to speak to you today from Mark chapter 15. And in this chapter we read of the crucifixion of our Savior. I want to begin in verse 25 and then jump to verse 34. I'll back up to verse 24. And when they had crucified him, they parted his garments, casting lots upon them, what every man should take. And it was the third hour, and they crucified him. So let me unpack that for you a little bit. The third hour is 9 a.m. in the morning. And at the very moment that he was being hammered and nailed to the cross, over in the temple, across the way, because he's outside the city, they were doing the daily Tamid offering. And the daily Tamid offering was a lamb was to be sacrificed every day, twice a day, in all perpetuity, forever and ever, at 9 a.m. And then there was an afternoon lamb offering at 3 p.m. And so while he was being crucified, he, the daily Tamid lamb, the lamb is being slaughtered over at the temple. Now, Yeshua is the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. So he is fulfilling, literally fulfilling. He is the Tamid lamb offering. Um, God come down in the flesh and he is fulfilling this sacrifice. He's the lamb without spot and without blemish. He's holy. He's perfect. He's never sinned. And so then, let's jump into verse 34. But I'll start with verse 33. And when the sixth hour was come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Yeshua cried with a loud voice, saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which is being interpreted, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So when is this happening? This is happening at the ninth hour, and that's 3 p.m. in the afternoon. So again, the daily Tamid lamb offering, this afternoon sacrifice is happening at that very moment, at that exact same time in the temple. When the lamb was sacrificed, there was worship, there was prayer, there was praise, and the tab- the tabernacle or temple service, uh, once it was interrupted and stopped because the, the, the temple was burnt down in 70 AD, destroyed by Titus, king or the general Titus from Rome. Today, to this very day, in synagogues all over the world, there are two times a day that Jews gather to pray at the synagogue, and it's community prayer. They pray together as a community. It's every day at 9 a.m. and again at 3 p.m. 
and it is a pattern after the temple, the temple service. So Yeshua was slain before the foundation of the world. So before the world was ever created, somehow, in some way, in some fashion, he was slain. Pre-earth time. So he is the Tamid lamb offering. And he fulfilled this in every way and in every detail. Now we're coming up into Passover very soon. Um, You're listening to this on March 11th and Passover is coming up. Uh, Depending upon which calendar you follow, the calendar I'm looking at shows Passover Eve for March the 27th, which is a Saturday uh, at sundown, March the 27th, Passover, and then Passover Day falling on Sunday, March the 28th, and then the following week, that week of March 29th, is the Feast of Unleavened Bread. So let me unpack that for you because it relates to what we're reading about here that um, the Passover that the Jews celebrate and that also many Hebrew roots Messianic people celebrate, um, it's it's a spring feast and Yeshua fulfills the Passover in every way and in every detail. So the spring feast Yeshua has fulfilled in his first coming and the fall feasts Yeshua will fulfill when he returns, when he comes again. So when he returns, he will be fulfilling Yom Teruah and Yom Kippur and also Feast of Tabernacles or Sukkot. He will fulfill those feasts literally when he returns. But the spring feasts he has fulfilled already. And so um, he is that Passover lamb. And whenever we take Passover, when we do a Passover Seder, We're looking back at the first deliverance of the Hebrews out of Egypt and out of their slavery. We're also looking back at how Yeshua came and laid down his life for his sheep. And he became the perfect Passover. He is the Passover lamb that takes away the sins of the world. But we're also looking forward to his second return. So Passover is truly a covenant meal. It's not necessarily meant to be uh, invite your friends and family and people who were saved but don't understand about Hebrew roots or people who are not saved. It's really meant to be for those who are in covenant with the God of Israel, with Yeshua, and who are uh, have crossed over into Hebrew roots. So I encourage you um, to celebrate Passover. There are good Passover seders available. You can look online. They have Passover seders that you can get at lionandlamb.net or at Hebraic Heritage or Hebrews.com. Hebrews.com. You can look and find a good Passover seder to follow and invite those of like mind and heart and spirit to your home. And celebrate the Passover. Celebrate it. It is truly an intimate time and a very special time. Um, and it, it, it's part of the covenant because we're told, we're commanded in Exodus to keep the Passover, memorial Passover, each year 
looking back at what Yeshua did for us and also looking ahead to what he will do for us. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. <laughs>